It's the Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan. Not sure if that's a slap in the face or what. <laughs> I'm not sure. But in my dreams, I'm a good fisherman. Ah. I wish I could fish like Russ Francisco could fish. Hey, Russell, good morning. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, uh, it's getting chilly around the edges, but muskies and crappies are apparently the thing to go for right now. No doubt about it. Lots of fish being caught. Nice muskies, too. Some out of Island Lake, some out of the river, you know, so it's been good. Good. Uh, well, I know Island Lake appears to be popular with that. Was that, I don't remember, uh, I've only been up this way now 48 years. Uh, did they stock that with fish, or is that a, a natural turn-on up there? I believe that was a stock deal, yeah. How about St. Louis River, that stock, too? No, I think that's natural. There's a there, well some some obviously they've stocked it too but but uh, there is the Great Lakes muskie I think it's called a silver muskie and that's natural and then uh, uh, and then they've they've stocked it muskie you know muskie fishing uh, uh, that push came on boy it's got to be twenty years ago now where they went in that mass stocking program and some of it worked out really well some of it didn't work out well and some of it worked out really well for the fish but not for the lakes and so they had to rethink a lot of that stuff so. Um, but they've got it under control now. I think it's in pretty good shape. I remember uh, several years ago, uh, some uh, young ladies were sitting on their dock up by Island Lake. I think it was two separate incidents. They were just wiggling their toes around in the water and uh, n- not too far away from each other, but a week separated. And both young girls got bit by muskies. Yep, yep. Uh, uh, one of the things you have to you have to be careful of when you're in, in uh, lakes with big muskies like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what people are telling me, like up in Vermilion and stuff, is uh, painted toenails with bright colors and uh, ankle ankles and uh, bracelets. Um, just be a little careful when you're swinging that stuff in the water, your feet in the water. Yeah, yeah. it can be an attraction. Yeah, and uh, the joke was, I remember Dick Davidson, my barber. You knew Dickie, right? Yep, yep, yep. He said, I got to go up there and find out what color that bracelet was on her ankle. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's generally gold, and gold is a good color. So it's uh, it's uh, it's just, you got to be careful. You know, we don't think about it here because we don't have sharks or anything like that. But these are pretty pretty aggressive fish. I mean, I remember uh, years ago there was a fella in uh, Big Lake up by Cloquet mm-hmm. washing a knife off, uh, a fillet knife. And a big northern came up and, and grabbed his hand and tore him up pretty good. So it's just uh, just got to be careful what you're doing sometimes. We don't think about it because we're just not in the salt water where fish are real aggressive, but they can still be aggressive. You just never know. Uh, yeah, and uh, the DNR has officially given a coho record to uh, a fish caught out in Lake Superior. Did you, I'm sure you they heard about that. Good. Yep, yep, good. good. Took him a few days. You know, everybody said, well, that's big enough to be the record. It's the record. No, the state has to give it its okie-dokie, and they did. Wonderful. That's good. That's good good news. We have a lot of neat things happening here this year, so it was, it was a fun year. Yeah, a little odd at times, but, uh, you know, routine is a good thing. But uh, odd, oddness puts spice in your life. Now, you're getting ready for winter. Uh, That's all we're doing, yep. Running like crazy. Although some people are still playing summer, we leave the summer stuff out. Everything we're doing right now is uh, is winter. We've got uh, all the floating suits out and the... Uh, 
you know, hats, gloves, mitts, boots, that type of thing. And, and we've got all the, uh, we've got the, a lot of augers out now. i got another load coming in a little bit. I'm waiting for a phone call to go and load that truck. And then I think all the augers are here. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then uh, they've got all the accessories for tents out. And Bruce has been working on that. Everybody's been we're sort of shorthanded with crew. So we've got uh, we've got everybody working on a project. So everybody's doing the best they can getting it all done. So it's too bad. And we're, we're keeping up with it. Mother Nature was kind to us and gave us some warm weather here. So mm-hmm. uh, we can work outside in short sleeves and stuff like that, get a lot done. Ooh, even though you're colder by the lake there? Yeah, it's colder by like when the sun's out. It's just really nice. You know, if the sun shines, it's wonderful. If the sun doesn't shine, we're back to you know cold fall again. Next week, uh, just a point of information. Uh, uh, if you haven't started thinking about putting your boat away, next week we get we get to be below freezing at night and, and mid forties during the day. So we're actually going into real fall. So yeah. uh, you might start thinking about that if you haven't been. Yeah, but Secret Lake, we had two days where <clears throat> things froze. Yep, a little bit. But, yep, uh, little bit. Expect a lot more <laughs> from now on. So I've got uh, the stuff ready to pour into the tank. When I fill up my next tank, I will pour that stabilizer in there and should be good. Yeah, I think so. If you, if you put stabilizer in every time you fill up and then uh, change your lower unit lube, um, you know, if one morning you get up and, and you can't go, you're, you're done and everything's okay to go to bed. So that, that's a big thing. So a lot of folks doing that right now. A lot of lower unit lube going out the door, a lot of a lot of uh, stabilizers, and they're just uh, they're getting their last minute. Yesterday was a lot of oil and stuff, so people were actually putting stuff away. So they're getting, they're getting into that mode now. Do you have those little leathery-looking gaskets that go on the lower unit uh, drain plug? Good bags and bags of them. Yeah, we keep we pour them in a in a bin. People grab them as they need them, so we keep those full. Good. All right, uh, your hours. Some good deals at Marine General, though. So all that clothing, that uh, hats, boots, gloves, mitts, um, floating suits are all twenty percent off. We're going to run the same prices now right through the uh, the Duluth uh, Ice Show the second week of December. So we're uh, we're getting ready for that too. So uh, so that's all on sale. We've got some rods and reels on sale. We leave summer stuff out. So there's specials on rods and reels and electronics there too. But all the ice fishing electronics is out, and, and we'll have those show specials on that too. So here we go. We're changing season. So Mother Nature looks like she's about a week out, and she's going to start changing it with us. So here we go. Sincerely, a pleasure. Pleasure talking with you, Russ. Keep a tight line. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We'll be right back. I'm Rob Dreesline, and this is from the Pages of Outdoor News, sponsored by Fleet Farm, serving the outdoors since 1955. One of the nation's largest and fastest-growing conservation organizations announced recently that it's bringing its national annual rendezvous to the upper Midwest. I'll share the name of this group and details about next spring's big event when we return. But first... Holloway Big Savings this weekend at Fleet Farms Truckload Savings Event. Like 40-pound bags of superior hardwood fuel pellets, two for $11. Morton Clean and Protect Water Softener Pellets are only $5.89 a bag. Save on 40 pounds of black oil sunflower seed, just $18.99. And get a free $15 Fleet Farm gift card with select Science Diet Pet Food. Stock up on everything you need for everyday life at Fleet Farm. Welcome back. Montana-based Backcountry Hunters and Anglers announced recently that its 2024 North American Rendezvous will take place next April at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds in the Twin Cities. The April 18th to 20th event, 2024, will be the first time that the rendezvous will happen east of the Mississippi River, and it coincides with BHA's 20th anniversary. Past rendezvous have all been in the Inner Mountain West, and the previous three years have been in the group's home city of Missoula, Montana. 
Aaron Habison, BHA Chapter Coordinator for five Midwest states, said he's thrilled to see the Upper Midwest host BHA's premier national event. Organizers hope the 2024 Rendezvous will attract attendees from around the country. As a midpoint between the coasts, the Twin Cities should draw folks from east and west. You can RSVP for this big party at backcountryhunters.org. I'm Rob Driesline, and this has been from the pages of Outdoor News. Read more at outdoornews.com. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. I don't know. <laughs> A heart full of soul, the Yardbirds. Yardbirds. There you go. Remember the Steve Allen show? Do you remember Steve Allen I do, on Late yeah. Night TV? He had the Yardbirds on, huh? He had the Yardbirds on, <laughs> and uh, they had that long hair with hazmataz oh, yeah. and wow. jewelry. And <laughs> after their song, they probably played that one. Mm-hmm. He just stood there and he looked at it and he says, Well, that was the Yardbirds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. I don't. Showed to him wrong. I yeah, guess. yeah, they went on. Rock to and roll never did die. Very big, very, yeah. very big. Also, very big is Charlstrom's. This is a busy time of the year for Johnny, and uh, not only are you selling bait there, John, but you're also skinning up some pretty good critters. Yeah, uh, yeah, with the, this weekend, uh, the youth hunt going on, we were, we're picking, up a, picking up a few deer, and I think. I think tomorrow with the with the weather getting a little nicer now. Yep. There's gonna be a lot lot more kids out in the woods than there was yesterday. Good. Good. It's kinda of nice how they <clears throat> dovetail that right into the uh, M E A weekend. Yeah, that was a that was a good planned out uh, holiday. Yeah. You know, the, they did it right when the kids have a four day break it's Perfect time to get them out for a day or two in the woods. We used to go up to our cast and blast event up north of Rapids, and uh, we kind of like to schedule it away from the MEA weekend um, because, man, it used to be pretty crowded in the duck blinds. Yeah, yeah, kids, kids, this time of year, you you give them a, give them some time off, and they're yep. they're gonna they're gonna be out there. It was also kind of nice for us dads. We could then spend uh, some extra time with our youngins. Um, oh, last time we talked, you were you were working on that big bull moose. Are you all done with that finally? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. We're I'm a, I'm caught up on all of my moose for the for the moment, but uh, I think there's still some hunters out there. Sounds like the Moose rut is is kind of over, so it's pretty tough hunting right now for the for the the last of the hunters. But they, I think they're only halfway through their quota, so they're, they're they're still planning on taking like another ten to fifteen before they hit quota and shut the hunt down. Now the moose rut. Well, I shouldn't get into this. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they get the male gets the male moose gets pretty wacky when uh, he's got his uh, <laughs> his sweetie in the neighborhood during the rut. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> they 
they have a, a rut that kind of mirrors the the deer rut, only the deer rut seems to come in a few weeks later. So ah. the moose, they'll, 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 they'll have a, a rut that starts um, middle October or sometimes early October, and then after a, a, a week or so, their rut kind of winds down because most of the cows have been bred. Mm-hmm. And then a few weeks after that, any of the cows that weren't bred um, will come into season, and then the the bulls will have uh, a quick, short second rut for like another week. So, wow. it's a, and and our, our our bucks kind of do the same thing. You get the you get the early rut that hits usually with the rifle opener, and sometimes there's a second rut around Thanksgiving with the does that haven't been bred. Oh, I did not know that. Thank you. I was worried about asking such a question because sometimes we get in a rut. <laughs> <laughs> I got yeah. laughs from both you guys. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> I, I'm not a deer hunter, so uh, I'll just have to uh, leave this to the uh, professionals like Johnny Charlstrom. And... As for fish, we're holding the temperatures up above freezing, so it's not not so bad. Although we did have a couple of frozy days here last week, but uh, fishermen are still getting out, and there's fish to be had. Yeah, I I see I see like the the same crew of guys going out just about every day on Fish Lake. There's a definite a crappie bite still happening out there. Good and. Um, so, so that's some decent action, and uh, a few guys bumping into walleyes on island in the shallower water right now. So, uh, uh, define shallow. What are you thinking? Eight feet. Really? Eight, eight, ten feet, which on island is pretty, pretty shallow. Pull, pulling up to shore. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, that's when you start to get worried you're going to hit bottom. But uh, <laughs> uh, I got a memory being on Lake Winnie or Cutfoot um, the last couple of years, and we were actually catching hordes, hordes of walleyes in five to seven feet of water. Yeah, some, sometimes uh, they, these lakes turn over, everything gets a little mixed up, and uh, and sometimes those, those fish will be pushed right up into the top of the water mm-hmm. uh turning uh, the page here to archery you've got a lot to offer for archers up there at charlstrom's yeah uh just yesterday uh, jay got one of the, the new mission crossbows out the door had a very happy customer and another guy picked up one of the new phase fours mm. so uh, usually when we get this late into the archery season there there isn't much for bow sales anymore but a lot of people held off earlier this year and 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 are going for it now so good you're looking you're looking for some archery stuff uh range is pretty quiet right now if you want to come in and do some shooting it's you pretty much have the place to yourself johnny charleston with us uh, final question would be like this i want to catch some walleyes what kind of bait would i be using i would say Chubs and light pike right now, uh, and uh, I would lean more towards the light pike because it seems like these, with the water temps dropping, 
the fish are feeding pretty good, and they're they're taking some bigger baits. I think they're extra hungry. Okay, good. Johnny, keep a tight line. Thank you very much. All right. Say hi to Lynn for me. Will do. Yep. Yeah, that was weird, uh, Dave. Uh, I know you fish because you're a Wisconsin kid. <laughs> you don't do it much now. But As a kid, I did, yes. Yeah. Um, we had, uh, I think we had three boats in our cast and blast group. Wow. And uh, one was actually a guide. That's what it was. We all kicked in a few bucks to, you know, have mm-hmm. him show us the rope. Yeah. When he's such a big lake, you'd, you'd get lost on it. Oh, just I see. Putting your boat in, but <clears throat> five to seven feet of water. Mm. We couldn't see bottom because there was, yeah, it was windy, so it kicked oh, up the see, silt. Yeah. But uh, there were some weeds around there. But I, I never, ever expected to see uh, good catches of walleyes in five feet of water. How about that? And uh, northerns, too, as far as that went. All right. There you go. That's my story. Uh, we're still looking for Pat Kukul. She appears to be AO, AOL. We'll give her another shot. AOL? Yeah. MIA. There you go. All right. We'll give her another shot and see who we come up with. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. All I remember is little something. Little Peggy Mark. Peggy Mark. I love him. I love him. I will follow him. I wonder what her real name is. Uh, Peggy March. Okay. <laughs> Maybe the little is added on, but yeah, probably not a given name. I know little Pat Kukul at uh, Superior Shooters. Top of the morning. Oh, I appreciate the little. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood today. Yes, it certainly is. The winds have died down. Uh, Lake Avenue is open in downtown Duluth. Even stranger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, we were quite surprised. We didn't know how to get down the hill without... Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's always an adventure, you know. It's always it's been a real adventure for how many years now, so yeah. it's always good when a, a familiar lane opens up. Yeah, I remember uh, doing that in Superior one time. Oh. Holy cow, I haven't been on this road for years. Yeah, for years, yeah, exactly. And it's smooth. But you're you're on Ogden, so uh, you're you're right there, parking right at the door. Yep, yes, we're on Ogden. Uh, they have completed the track repair. We're a block, thank goodness, because yep. they blocked us off. But it, you know what are you going to do? So we are we're right on the truck route there. So it's kind of a nice place to be. We're accessible from both bridges, which is nice. If one is closed, you know you can get to us the other way. So it's kind of a good location that way. Yeah. So, well, yeah. we've been talking about fishing, but we have to change and uh, load up for uh, hunting season, which we is beautiful weather. Beautiful weather. People are really getting out there. There's been a couple things happening in my industry that, uh, well, I'll tell you, if we're all familiar with federal cartridge. It's been in Minnesota for yep. a long, long time, formerly now called Vista. Uh, they purchased the old Remington ammo. They have CCI Vista sold their entire holdings to a Czech company. Czech. Czech. Okay. October 1st. So we were quite taken aback by that. Uh, you know, they, the plans, as they always say, everything, nothing's going to change. Yeah. Everything's going to stay there. You know, obviously they're not going to move manufacturing, you know, things like that. But it was quite a surprise. It was quite a surprise. So we're... <laughs> 
you know, it's just like everything else. Our industry, there's very few privately held companies anymore, you know, and, and when these big, big uh, companies take over, uh, anything can happen. And unfortunate, and speaking of smaller companies, yeah. Hornady, of Hornady uh, Manufacturing yep. Ammunition yep. in Grand Isle, Nebraska, had a had an explosion in their primer plant. And um, primers, and I think I might have had this discussion with you, maybe not, are absolutely the most dangerous part of making ammunition is making the, the media for the primers. That is pure explosion right there, isn't it? Yeah. It's so sensitive to humidity. Yeah. It's so sensitive to being too, too dry. It's yeah. so sensitive. Unfortunately, when life was lost, it would just, you know, always never good to injured. But and Hornady is, is, is um, they make a lot of ammunition. They don't have many government contracts at all, if any. And um, they only make primers for themselves. So, but it's unfortunate. And that's, you know, it happens once in a while. And again, I don't think a lot of people realize how dangerous it actually is to make that media, mix that media for the primers. Well, you got me so, worried now. Yeah, well, you're not mixing it. It's in the mixing. Once it's once it's in there, it's it's solid. But it's it's an interesting process. What is it? Just dynamite? No, it's not. I don't know what they make in it. Now, I did know at one time, but I could, you know, I'd be lying to you if I could recite everything now. Mm. But it's it's just really sensitive. People think the powder is the issue, but it's not. It's the primer media when it comes to danger. But you know, those are two things that happened in my world. Uh, and locally, however, on the bright side of things, people are just getting out there. They're getting in the woods. Um, our, they're, we've got, they've got ammo to buy, yep. <laughs> firearms, and uh, people come in, and they're all pretty doggone happy to get out there. I'm preparing now. We're right in the midst of it. You know, your hunting season is a couple weeks away. Hard to believe. For deer, I mean, and uh, people are getting out there for pheasants. The grouse are unbelievable. Oh, but, my goodness. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're out there so, like sparrows. Yeah, it's good. I know that's what I've been hearing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's good. You know, it's fun when things are like things are like that. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And, and I, we love this time of the year for many reasons. For sure. Yeah, we're walking on Secret Lake Road, uh, a gravel road that serves about 10 or 11 houses. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was kind of like the, the grouse had to fly from the left side of the road to land on the right side. And then you walk another couple hundred feet. Now they're flying from the right side to the left side. But the yes. sound they make is, is beautiful. Yes. Yes, it is. It, it really is. I uh, And, of course, there's... They see a. I don't know. Of course, God forbid, I get out in the woods, but yeah. uh, they've seen a lot of younger uh, flocks. I, I don't know what's going on. Turkeys too. There, I think it was two hatches of the turkeys. I really don't. Oh, really? So, yeah. Okay. So it's been interesting. Yeah, and good. Well, Everybody. grouse wouldn't uh, lay two nests. Would they? I wouldn't think so. No, but then young ones. But again, what do I know? I can't. I don't know what's myself. Hopefully this weekend. Well, it was kind of it was kind of neat because we could see, we could hear them drumming last spring on a couple of uh, logs out there, and then yeah. uh, <clears throat> she and he would get together and do whatever they do, um, <clears throat> and then when the grouse, the babies, the I've never seen a, a clutch nest. 
Uh-huh. I either. I, I guess they hide them pretty good. Yeah, yeah, they're good at that. But when everything hatches, you've got he and her flying around, making all kinds of noise up yeah. up on top, and then the peeping on the ground, yeah. and the, cool. it's like a it's like a call for the dogs to come in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. Yeah, yeah, it's great. But every single person I've talked to said they cannot believe how many grouse are out there, and that's. We've been a long time to hear that, you know. Yeah, 30, 40 so, years. Well, I don't know, but it's been a long time. Yeah. So that's all good. You know, we're all happy about that. Yep. It's great. Yep. Uh, what's a favorite grouse gun, 20-gauge? 20-gauge, absolutely. 20-gauge is, uh, is is what everybody's been wanting, everybody's been buying. 20, uh, some 28s. 28? Yeah, some 28s, but the 20-gauge and, and has definitely ruled the roost, so to speak, this year. <laughs> yeah, they have. So that's uh, they've in every, doesn't matter, semi-automatic, over and under, sickle shots, it's all about 20-gauge this year. Wow. Uh, and, of course, you've got other things to keep people warm and comfortable and looking good. We do. I just finished the back clothing back room. And uh, we got you know we got fun stuff too. We have sweatshirts and things, but we got a lot of nice warm clothes, socks. We got our muck boots in finally, mm. and so yeah, we're really glad about that too. So it's been a long boots. Um, so we're we're good. Yeah, we're we're real. We're ready to go, so to speak. What are your hours at Superior Shooter Supply? We're open nine to six. Okay. Nine to five on Saturdays. So stop on in. We're here to help. Thank you very much. Shoot straight. You See you later. Um, I uh, like to brag. Mm-hmm. Dave, you probably noticed that. <laughs> I made the best of the small piece of uh, meat on a grouse. Oh, really? Okay. Grouse pot pie. Grouse pot pie. It's a Betty Crocker. <laughs> Uh, All right. Recipe, you yeah. just exchange. Substitute chicken with the grouse. Exactly. Okay. No spices necessary. Wow. So turn up your Betty Crocker cookbook and go hunt. <laughs> By the way, Peggy March was Margaret Anne Marie Batavio. I like Peggy March better. I think she shortened it to Peggy March. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Join that uh, air guard. Oh, yeah. You never had hankering after you got out of the service? No. When I was out, I was out. Did my four years and goodbye. Wow. What an angry man. <laughs> my brother stayed in for like 40 years. Wow. Good for him. Yeah, yes. Right. Yes. He became a general, I think. You know, radio was calling. I had to I had to do that. Uh, I guess. <laughs> uh, I have a comment on that, but it'll hold. <laughs> as we talk to Dave Miller from Northwest wow, Outlet in Superior. Good morning. Good morning, Rick and Dave. We're really thankful that you stayed right here in the Twin Ports. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Millsy, were you in the service? No, I wasn't. I, I was right at that point where they weren't taking anybody. You, you couldn't even volunteer anymore. So, mm. um, so yeah, I, uh, I, I, I didn't end up there. So trying to do my best otherwise. 4F on this side over here. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Uh, when I signed up at age 18 for the uh, military draft, as we all did, all the guys did, yeah. she said, is there any reason why you shouldn't be drafted? I said, well, I've only got one eye. And she looked at me and she said, ha, liar. Ah. But they never called after that. 
Oh yeah, it was it was an interesting time for it sure. It was. It was. And yeah, coming out of coming out of high school and having that last uh, um, oh, draft, whatever they call it, you know, where you got your number and yeah. Oh, the yeah, lottery, uh, yeah. Lottery, yeah, yeah. And I, I was like two seventy six or something like that. And I wanted to fly helicopters, but they they wouldn't. My eyes were bad. They they oh. wouldn't let me fly helicopters. Hmm. Even well. in the Coast Guard. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's yeah. let's uh, scoot along here. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you uh, over in Superior are sitting on top of all kinds of things for outdoors people. Oh gosh, and you know, with this season's changing, and I, I we talked about this before, but all of a sudden everybody wants long underwear, they <laughs> want rain gear, they want warm coats, they want Carhartt work clothes like the bibs and. All that kind of stuff. The the Smartwell sock wall is just, it's like, oh, man, woodpeckers are going on that thing just constantly. And so the, the, the crew is working hard to keep everything filled. And um, uh, hunting boots, uh, you know, like the leather and the, the cordura and thin slate and insulated. But then also all of the, the rubber boots, the the neoprene boots. And, man, I'll tell you, it's it's been busy there. And, and then, you know, people coming in looking for all those little waterproof matches and compasses and mm-hmm. and and uh, all that uh, special gear, still selling stuff to people that are going up to the Boundary Waters and and uh, hiking on the Superior Hiking Trail. So there's, uh, there, there's it's, I always like talking to those people, and especially this time of the year because it's not quite as busy that way. But, mm-hmm. you know, hearing where their adventure is going to take them, that's always, that's always, like armchair sailing almost. Well, I laced on some boots that I, I got from Superior Suiters uh-huh. from from your store. Oops, almost yeah. said the wrong store there. Um, yeah. I hadn't worn those for a couple of seasons, and I can't remember why, but uh, good tread. It had that nice cleaty bottom. What do you call that, anyway? Uh, yeah, I don't like the Vibram. Vibram, yeah, or whatever. yeah, yeah. But yeah. whoa, did it feel good after I tightened things up and uh, went for a couple mile hike? Thank you. <laughs> good deal. Well, and, and you know, it's it's just it's that changing kind of time for for us and for everybody. And you know, whether it's the flannel line jeans or the, the you know, and and the store is is just absolutely packed full. So the, the selection and the colors of you know the ladies stuff and guys if you're going hunting take care of your wife so she doesn't take care of herself right <laughs> uh, i don't understand yeah. yeah 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 right right i mean we we see see lots of uh, uh hunting widows you know where the yeah. the the, the, yeah. the guys are hunting and 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 they're coming in looking for for stuff for them good and and uh so yeah it's you know it's it's just it's really looking great and you know you're seeing like north face columbia um, Carhartt, um, all of the different winter boots and stuff, all the name brands, uh, winter hats and gloves, and and uh, you know, it's just it's it's always fun going into the store and seeing all the colors and all the the selection that's going on this time of the year because it is the best time of the year. It is, yeah, I totally it, agree. Yep, yep. Thinking about getting out and cutting some firewood here and 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 getting out and doing some hiking because this is a prime time. But uh, you know, on the hiking note. Remember, if you're going to be out in the woods, now's the time to start wearing a little orange, you know, whether it's a hat or a vest yep. or whatever. And, and, you know, the darn ticks are still out. Um, 
guy working on my my cabin doing some work and he brings his dogs out with him and oh and i'll tell you it's incredible the ticks that they're seeing but our dog doesn't seem to come back with any so huh? other than that little electronic thing on his neck that that seems oh. to work good we're oh. we're happy we're happy but it's it's just it's getting out you know seeing the colors that are out there and enjoying the days oh it's just That's, beautiful the oranges and reds and yellows yep beautiful. yep yep so whatever, you know, folks, whatever you need for being outdoors, come and check with us at Northwest Outlet, whether it's fishing. Well, fishing's kind of getting quieter now, but all the cold weather clothing, the hunting stuff, the, the camping stuff, the all of the, the all of the things that we've got. It's like walking, walking through a catalog where we can reach out and touch stuff. And you're ours. We are open Monday through Friday, 9 to Six Saturday nine to five thirty. We're closed on Sundays, and going to be just a little while, and then our hours are going to change some. But we're we're open, and we're ready for you, and whatever we can do to help you, folks. Everybody have a great weekend. Get outside, enjoy the weather, and we'll see you next week. You're listening to the Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Good old Jeff Papin. Good job on the mic. Nice guy. Too. Speaking of nice guys, Matt King. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Pretty good. Getting ready to go fishing this afternoon and Saturday and Sunday if the weather lets us. Well, it looks like uh, looks like this weekend's going to be decent. And boy, are we going to dip down into a cold spell next weekend? Yeah, we'll have to put snow treads on the motor. <laughs> yeah, it's what? Gonna get going to get a little trill, chilly here uh, next week, and then it might warm up uh, a little bit. A little but, bit. Uh, uh, out yeah. by uh, Secret Lake. In Ganeson Town, we had two days of pretty frozen water on the deck. I don't know, about 28, 27 degrees. Yeah, that's uh, it's getting down there uh, for sure. Uh, we've had some nice weather, though, recently. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's warming up during the day. And, uh, you know, today it's pretty nice out there. And uh, so it's pretty good to get out fishing yet and uh, some nice grouse hunting to do. And, yeah, a lot of things to go going on right now. Well, tell me a little bit about fishing this time of year. What's different than July fishing? Yeah, those. Well, the water's cooling down, right? So oh, those yeah. fish start moving back up, and uh, you don't have to fish so deep. And uh, they get they get pretty active here. Uh, a lot of guys like to use bigger minnows too this time of the year, mm. uh, big sucker minnows and stuff. And then mm-hmm. the other thing is uh, musky fishing this time of the year. You know, we sell quite a few of the big, uh, large pike minnows and uh, sucker minnows and stuff for uh, musky fishermen. How, how do you hook those? And, and how much do they cost? They're not cheap. No, they're not cheap. Uh, you know, they're around that uh, oh, three fifty to five dollars per uh, bait. But you're talking a minnow that's you know ten to twelve inches long, so it's yeah. like a fish. Basically. So how do we hook them up? Well, everybody's different on that. Uh, we have some harnesses for that. Uh, with uh, they got like a dual treble hook uh, type deal uh, that you can run. It's a predator rig type uh, setup, and you know. But everybody's got their own little special way they like to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. I, had a, I had a guy I was talking to, and he. Uh, I know, and he came in and he bought some uh, wire from us and some crimps, and he made his own. Yeah, you know, and so everybody's got their little techniques, but yeah, a lot of times they just use those predator rigs with a dual uh, treble hook on them, and uh, you know, it's a big bait, so you can put quite a quite a hook on there, and uh, you can be all right. As muskies are pretty big. We were going up to uh, Jesse Lake oh five fifteen years ago, and I brought some frozen. 
very large minnows, and that they had kind of died in the in the refrigerator. So I brought them up there, frozen, and one of my pals, fishing pals, says, "What are you going to do with that dead minnows? What a waste of time!" And after about the fifth big northern, he says, eh, "Give me one of those." <laughs> Yep, that's the thing. Uh, you know, a lot of them pike, uh, you put a big minnow out there, it doesn't matter if it's dead or alive. Oh. That's easy bait for them, right? Yep. So they'll they'll, uh, they'll grab it, and uh, I've got lots of pike on dead minnows. Uh, they don't care. Uh, they just want to eat. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, that, and that's 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 fun. Uh, catching big pike like that, uh, that's a blast. They really fight, and especially if you're set up for it, where they're not going to bust you off right away every time. Mm-hmm. Now, you fished up in Winnie and Cutfoot before, right? Yes. Uh, yep. Last fall, we had a guide. Uh, we had three boats. Uh, he was the guide, and we we paid money to follow. What did we call that, a follow boat? And uh, he took us to five to seven feet of water for walleyes on Winnie. Yep. Yep, and that's the thing. It's back to, you get back into more like springtime fishing yeah. in the fall. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, so it, it, it makes it a lot more fun, I think, where you can catch them in a little shallower water. You don't have to be going down 20, 25 feet. And uh, so, uh, you know, it's, it's like I say, it's more like springtime. Uh, you can get them on bobbers, too, uh, you know, flipping bobbers into rock piles again and drop-offs and things like that. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, we've been selling quite a few more minnows. There's people getting out yet, uh, you know, as we get some nice weather, right? That rain we had uh, a couple of weeks ago kind of slowed things down. Now we're seeing kind of a pickup again. And then a lot of guys getting out after panfish, too. The crappie bite uh, gets pretty good uh, this time of the year. So, hmm. uh, you know, and then those crappies start to move in towards their wintering areas you know those are a little deeper but uh, still fun to catch when we were out on sunday i think we spotted water temperatures on on uh, island lake of 50 to 54 ish sure that was a week ago yeah and that's you know and that's 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 not bad still for this time of the year um you know after next weekend i think that's going to cool off pretty quick so yeah uh you know uh, but if those temps are still in that range when we get this cold weather, if if we can hold a little bit of a breeze still, mm-hmm. uh, the lakes won't freeze up right away because they got, uh, you know, as you said, it's still 50-some degree water. So it's got to cool down quite a bit yet. And you're getting ready for deer season. We are. Uh, yep, we're uh, lots of people coming in. Uh, this week, uh, yesterday, started that youth hunt. Yeah. Uh, so there's people out doing that. Um, you know, and the kids get to get out and uh, enjoy it with, uh, you know, they bring an adult with them and uh, get out and hunt, or they go out by themselves. Depends on how old they are, but uh, that's going on. And then there's bow hunting going on, and and rifle season's right around the corner. Uh, we're what three weeks away, two and a half weeks away yeah. from rifle season. So uh, we got lots of good specials going on. Uh, and, uh, all of our blaze orange is all twenty percent off. All our camo is thirty uh, percent. We got gloves, hats, everything. Uh, boots are thirty percent off. Deer stands too. We got ladder stands and hang on stands and climbing sticks. They're all thirty percent off. Um, you know, so we got a lot of good sales going on. Ground blinds, um, got uh, waterfall decoys. You know, that's still uh, upon us here. And this is the uh, time of the year where this waterfall hunting gets pretty good. 
Um, so we got a lot of sales going on. All of our firearms are on sale here. Um, so, you know, come on in and check that out. Uh, we get several really good deals uh, on firearms where up to, you know, $200 off. Um, so, I mean, that's some pretty good deals on some things. We're uh, trying to move out some inventory here the remaining part of the year, some hunting uh, firearms. and um, But, yeah, we're, we're stocked up. And you know what? Ice fishing's right around the corner. we got a lot of ice stuff out already. So uh, come on up and check it out. we got everything you need to get outdoors. You hear something? You are Matt King, king of the outdoors. Hey, good luck fishing, Rick. Right. Thank you very much. Thanks. Appreciate Thanks. the information. Matt King, Fisherman's Corner, or Matt King's Outdoor Adventures. Call it what you want. It's a fun place. Right up there where you fish anyway, near Pike Lake. Hey, Dave, thank yes. you. Oh, thank you, you very much. We'll see you next week. We'll do it again.